welcome gentlemen that get caught a podcast about the music of rem you join us that is lynn and my friends ali for the first song on new adventures in the hi-fi how the west has won and where it got us it's some new adventures for an old old band yes because this is album number what now? 10 i believe most most bands do not get to five albums, so getting to ten <laughs> means you're very successful or extremely persistent. Uh, yes, although our podcast would have been shorter had they released less stuff, so that might yeah. be a blessing. <laughs> we'll leave that up to you, dear listener. I mean, if you're listening through this chronologically... Uh, at least in terms of their release catalogue, we'll assume you like us. If you if you just prefer this album of Landed on mm. This One, I, I don't know, maybe after this track, you'll just be like, mm, I thought I'd like an REM podcast. Turns out <laughs> I like them more than people talking about them. But we shall and that's see. that's fair. Yeah, I think that is very fair. Right, okay. so what, what are we doing? Um, well, now that the people who don't like us have gone... we're talking about the first track cool the first impressions of this first song on these new adventures uh i've written funky yeah pensive hmm funky pensive i would definitely it's definitely well and when i first listened when i first write notes i just wrote pensive and then i was like there's a sort of bit of a funky bass line going on that's yeah okay i i i concede the point it's a yeah yeah, there's kind of like a shuffle, but it's kind of yeah. like it's there's yeah, I can see this shuffling, but slightly swinging their shoulders at the same time. I can mm-hmm. I can hear that. It's yeah, pensive is is the is the word in all caps, isn't it? Yeah. Also, I would like to say that this track features some very yummy spaghetti western lead guitar. Yes, I do know what I did there. No, I am not sorry about it. <laughs> uh, so. We've established it's pensive. We've established there's some scrumptious noodling on the guitar and that the bass is funking it up. But do we like all of those ingredients? The last thing I want to say about the sort of style of it was that, especially after Monster, even like compared to a lot of previous R.E.M. stuff, I think the vocals are quite deliberate. Definitely. But what do you mean by that? I mean, they're not so muddied, and they're 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 almost like enunciated for a change. My goodness! I mean, it's a te- it's the tenth album. You have to switch things up. <laughs> so so yeah. Anyway, I enjoy this song. There you go. That's my summary. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel like with the vocal performance, he's doing a thing. Like it's not like a typical Michael Stipe vocal performance like it's not i like i would say his default mode is kind of like heartfelt and plaintive whereas this is kind of like a i don't know it has vaguely like lounge singer vibes in a way yeah it's almost like putting on a character mm-hmm. yeah i don't really know what i mean by that but it, it it just feels like like a step outside like a very conscious step outside of mm. how he I would say how he normally sings, but like he was trying some things out on the last few albums. Like I think before, probably before the '90s albums, he kind of like generally sung the same way. Yeah, and like he's been switching it up a lot more mm-hmm. in in these like 
I say recent in the sense of recently for us, not recent in terms of chronological <laughs> time, because they're like quarter of a century ago now, uh, just to make people feel <laughs> old. <laughs> I already felt old, but yeah. thank you. Uh, I'm always glad to make things worse. Uh, okay, I have two more things on the musical side of the discussion. Actually, I have three, but I'm trying to avoid being the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, so I'll choose. <laughs> I'll choose. So I would say that the intro is very loose, but also patient. Like, okay, yeah, like it's it's not rushing to bring the song the song in, and. This is still point one. This is still the, about the intro. Those sound like some exquisitely mic'd drums. It's just very crisp and very... Yeah. We're using expensive mics and we're using exactly the kind of room space that we want to be using. This isn't just like, oh, this room will do and the rates aren't... Too. This is like, we've got the big uh, record label bucks and we can just spend all the time tinkering with this so it sounds just mwah. Uh, yeah, it, it all does sound very, I don't know, clean? Yeah, like you're getting abs, like absolutely kind of every subtle nuance of, <laughs> of the drum sound, uh, mm -hmm. which you, you have to be a very good musician to be able to like put up with that kind of scrutiny. Like, uh, us, like, non non-professional or you know lackluster musicians are just kind of like i just want to keep it a little bit muddy so you can't hear some of the mistakes i'm making <laughs> there you go the other thing i wanted to say is i do enjoy the interlude of uh piano drunkenly falling downstairs is that a thing that happens it's it sort of does yeah yeah it just goes all like randomly kind of plinky plonky and crashy it, oh that's what you meant yes sorry yeah I didn't know what you it mean. just sounds like it's the piano has become sentient is taken uh a few too many swigs of whiskey and lurched towards a stairway and you know the tragic uh result is uh, is is inevitable yeah but it's kind of fun uh it's 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 quite weird like this song in in some ways feels like quite precise, but there's some deliberate like scuffing happening. Like mm -hmm. there's even that in the intro as well. Like the bass kind of like it doesn't misfire, but it's like there's some like like technically like wrong notes that sound like pre actually I'm starting to play the song. They're just kind of like almost like warming up. Um, whereas the drums, the drums are on. The bass is kind of like eh, I'm coming in, but I'm just gonna you know, make some mistakes before I actually start properly. But I guess that gives it a, a slightly, like, I guess, spontaneous feel. A bit more like seeing a band live where they'll just kind of, like, before they start, like, between songs, they'll tune up and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I yeah. kind of like it. Um, right. So, lyrics. Do we have anything interesting to say about those? Um... The story is a sad one told many times. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, How the West is one and where it got us. The How the West was one and where it got us line seems somewhat disconnected to everything else. Yeah. Which I assume that was deliberate. Yeah. I don't know. I am not a band from the West. Well, no. from the West in a global sense, but not in a... 
Not in an American sense. Not in an American sense. No, no. They're from they're from one of the other directions. <laughs> you must guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do know they're from the South. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guesser has been stumped. That oh, is, nice, nice. That is a, a deep cut for people who know. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh... That will make no sense to 99.9% of people. <laughs> yeah, this this is one, even though he is enunciating quite clearly by his standards, mm-hmm. I have just fi- find that the lyrics just kind of like wash over me. Okay. Yeah, I think I would generally agree. It's only really that sort of, I don't know what it is. It's not really a chorus. Maybe it's chorus. The story of Samuel Tolman times during my life in trying times. How the West was one where it got us. Like those bits stuck with me, and then the rest of them didn't really. Yeah. So I suppose those bits kind of like pinpoint. That's the wrong word. What you know what I mean? Just kind of focus in or something. Focus it, and then and then there's just stuff going on around it. Yeah, like occasionally my <laughs> my consciousness. <laughs> this sounds so pretentious. Uh, <laughs> would uh, would be grabbed by a line kind of at random, like. I remember just like spotting the line uranium mine. I was like, "What?" Um, and the whole line is the canary got trapped in it in the uranium mine. Okay. So this is this is worse than just the standard coal mine for your poor canary. It's not just <laughs> not just gonna die of gas. It's gonna get radiation poisoning. So that's grim. Uh, <laughs> the other line that that stuck out to me is, "I didn't wear glasses because I thought it might rain." Now I'm not a glasses. Wearer, is that a concern? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Wearing glasses when it rains is not a particularly pleasant experience because it fogs up. It fogs up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you would genuinely like if you? I mean, I don't know whether you wear contacts. Uh, I have worn contacts in the past. I'm, I mm. didn't wear contacts at the moment. Um. Yeah, contacts are way better in the rain. Yeah, I can imagine they would be. Yeah, yeah. My my partner wears contacts most of the time, but past a certain point in the day, just finds that those get irritating and switches yeah. to glasses. Uh, so that's uh, interesting to know as a non <laughs> <laughs> non glasses wearing person. Uh, my eyesight is my eyesight is pretty solid. My hearing not so much. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Um, what else do we have that is possibly interesting? Oh, yeah, that's another line that s- sticks out to me. I point my nose to the northern star. I kind of <laughs> like that one. It sort of, I was going to say radiates because we're talking about uranium. Uh, it, it it radiates a, cer- a certain amount of, like, determination. I see what you mean. And also, I think, I don't know, there's something, I don't know, romantic, maybe is the wrong word, about looking at the stars looking up towards the heavens yeah and then as thematically the song is quite down mm-hmm. i think it's fair to say you could say that just like looking up at the stars is is preferable to staring down into the gutter so maybe it's maybe it's about like just kind of plugging away at things even even when life kind of kind of sucks it, this this time around, I mean this this particular song, I feel like we've, I've given, <laughs> I won't I won't implicate you in this, Lynn. I've not given this. <laughs> I mean, I'll implicate you in the podcast in general, but in my 
poor uh i mean it's only fair <laughs> um yeah because my preparation for the lyric section in this podcast has been lackluster probably worse than that um <laughs> but i feel like i've given the yeah i've i've not given them their due because they they do seem very well considered and just even looking at them on the page they they look like like slightly poetic <laughs> they they seem like they've been crafted which on the last album it seemed a lot more kind of like the lyrics were with a few notable exceptions they were kind of slapped together not in a bad way but just in a like it's it's more like this is going for a collage effect rather than like precision whereas this seems a bit more finely tooled like you've got quite a wide range of like words and expressions like i like in the first line you've got born under an ill-placed sign so it's like not even like under a bad under a bad sign it's ill-placed yeah. it's there's there's something quite extra precise about that so mm-hmm. i like that there's another line that's uh that's that's good uh, it's it's in the it's in the verse about the irradiated canary it's the last line it's i cross it bless it alkaline like alkaline randomly stuck out to me but i'd never noticed that it was i cross <laughs> oh, so it's it bless, bless it. it and not yeah. blessed which yeah I think so is how i cross it bless it alkaline yeah <laughs> it's kind of a funny a funny I- image like um <laughs> michael stipe giving the last rites to this tiny little yellow bird that snuffed it <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, they're good lyrics, and I should have paid them more attention rather than just doing this kind of <laughs> analysis on <laughs> Such the fly. Such a disservice. Yes, yes, but uh, yeah, you, you you don't uh, you don't pay for the the preparation on this podcast. No, <laughs> no. If you're uh, paying for this podcast, you're being ripped off. By the way, just in case someone is like you know snuck a CD to you on the street, <laughs> you to pay for out of sense of guilt. <laughs> an obligation. I'm just imagining it's like somebody just walking past, like minding their own business, and, and a shady character slips out of a side alley and goes, "Oi, you, over here!" And then out of a trench, this muddy, dingy trench coat. It's like, gentlemen, don't get caught bootlegs. Exactly. You know, you, know you want one. <laughs> I'm sure this accent's classist. Uh, probably. <laughs> But it's so yeah. Because yeah, sure really, in, in this country, time. the criminals sound like, "Hello, would you like a bootlegged gentleman? Don't get caught, CD. I'm Boris Johnson." <laughs> I know. I thought that maybe was more of a Jacob Rees Mogg going on, but either way, uh, yeah. Okay, I need to work on my my, <laughs> my bojo. Although he will be shuffled off into the dustbin of history shortly, if uh, if there's any justice in the world. There is no justice in the world, Ali, if that's what we've learned over the last five years. Um, <laughs> but there you go. Yeah, but I'm a poor naive sap. But, but yeah, we'll, we've we'll drifted see. off topic. We have, uh, but we can drift back on topic next episode with the Wake Up Bomb. <laughs> if you'd like to join us for that. <laughs> that was in the meantime, I don't bombs. know. Watch the terrifying YouTube footage of atomic explosions. Pretty scary. Bye. (laughs) See ya. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On.
gdgcpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, how are you doing, Ali?